0: You are listening to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 161. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 161. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, Supermoms. Pura Vida. Today, we are talking about the Enneagram Type 2, the giver, the generous, supportive advisor. Oh, I love my type twos. We're going to go over the key fear and motivation, what it looks like when they're integrated and disintegrated, what robs twos of feeling peaceful. Of course, three questions to help you decipher if you are a two, what twos gain from life coaching, which is a lot, and action steps you can take to feel loved, appreciated, and valued. All right. These delightful twos are warm and caring and welcoming at their core. Twos want to be liked and try to meet the needs of others. They are demonstrative, want to be valued for helping others and being a positive influence. Twos have their sense of self-worth, pride, and value linked to how others respond to them. So if you believe these three sentences, then you might be a two. Number one, you can intuit what others need if you just pay close enough attention. Number two, relationships are what matters most. And number three, people like people who are as generous and thoughtful as I am. The core fear for the Enneagram 2 is being alone and unloved, rejected and unwanted, being thought of as needy, inconsequential, and unworthy. Two's cope with this fear by taking care of others and making themselves central to other people's lives. The core motivation for the 2 is to feel loved and appreciated, which is what motivates them to give love and appreciation to others. 2s value kindness, generosity and self-sacrifice. They are caring and compassionate and place a strong emphasis on relationships. They often have highly developed people skills. They can be generous with their time and resources and easily overcommitted and overworked because they love to give so much. Twos are the most likely of all the nine types to become codependent and exhibit uh, the exploding normat syndrome, which we talked about with the ones also, this kind of surprising overreactions that come from suppressing their own wants and needs instead of setting boundaries. Twos can give and give and then explode with, I can't take it anymore, no one appreciates me, and they can sometimes be controlling and manipulative when they aren't getting the love and appreciation that they so crave. Let's talk about Ellie. Ellie was a loving and generous mother who liked to dote on her kids and her partner. She loved cooking them healthy meals and making them happy by buying and preparing them special food that they loved to eat. Her family got so used to her generosity that they started expecting it. When's dinner? What did you pack me for lunch? And of course, the inevitable, I don't want to eat this. Ew, gross. This made her annoyed, resentful, and guilty because she blamed herself for creating this situation. So she was like, on top of being like irritated, annoyed, she also felt responsible because she's like, well, they're only expecting it because. I've always given it to them. So she felt guilty. So Ellie realized that she liked cooking for her teens when she wanted to, or because they appreciated it, or because they sat down and were like pleasant dining companions and they would like have a nice meal. In those circumstances, she was happy to cook for her family. But as soon as her gift turned into an expectation, she no longer enjoyed it. So Ellie decided she would cook for herself. She told her family what she was making for herself, the food that she enjoyed, and that she would happily double the recipe. If they didn't want it, they were welcome to help themselves to a bowl of cereal or make a peanut butter sandwich. (laughs) So putting her own desires first helped her not feel resentful and continue to give and give, but only when the recipients desired her gifts, then she would give to them. So these two super moms, type twos, are adept at intuiting the needs of their children and providing time, attention, advice, referrals, and more. Twos tend to love parenting young children and enjoy the hugs and appreciation and dependency that young kids can shower upon them because they like to be the center of the world. They like that dependency that the kids have on the parents. But when these open-hearted kids become grunting teenagers who no longer express appreciation, moms can feel sad or resentful. The sensitivity to other people's feelings allows the two to recognize and often experience the feelings of others as if they were their own. This high empathy means Superman twos can often ride the emotional roller coaster ride of adolescence right along with their child. Twos take great pleasure in helping others and they love to help their kids live up to their potential. If they perceive that their kid is being treated unfairly, they will rise to their defense. For example, in middle school, the, uh, the middle school years were tough on Supermom Jasmine. She knew her daughter was struggling with her friendships, and it pained her. Watching her daughter get left out as the friend group shifted was unbearable for her. She reached out to other moms to help include her daughter and smooth things over, but her daughter didn't want her mom to get involved. The more Jasmine tried to get her daughter to like open up and talk about her feelings, the the more her daughter just withdrew and shut her out. Jasmine reached out to me to see if I would be a good life coach for her middle schooler. After talking, I suggested that she and I start coaching together to see if we could help her daughter in a different way. Jasmine learned the benefit of healthy boundaries. Her daughter learned to stop seeing herself as A problem that needed fixing, because that's kind of how her mom was communicating. Like, you have a problem and I you need my help fixing it. She learned to let go of believing that she was the only one who could and should solve her daughter's problems. Okay, I'm going to repeat that just because that's a common recurrence I see in a lot of moms, that somewhere around middle school or early high school, moms end up at this point where they realize that my child has a problem and it's not my problem to solve. That I'm not the only one that can and should solve my child's problems. Okay. So <laughs> the more Jasmine built confidence in herself and her daughter's ability to handle life's ups and downs, the more confident her kiddo became. She learned to see her daughter's growing independence as a good thing instead of like a scary thing of her sort of like leaving the nest. And she was able to start focusing on the parts of her life that she left behind when she first became a mom. Because twos focus primarily on other people's needs, they are often unaware of their own needs, frequently acting as if they have none. Twos are the most reluctant to come to life coaching because they think self sacrificing is a good thing and that hiring a coach is maybe a little too indulgent. But I have to say, The type twos are the ones that gain the most from having a coach. Stephanie felt lost. She had been looking forward to this time when all of her kids were in school so she could finally get time by herself. But quickly, she learned that having alone time did not magically reconnect her to herself. She spent her days doing chores for her family and things for her friends She went on on dates with her partner, but the conversation always came back to the children. She really wanted to feel like herself again, but was confused on how to get there. We started by talking about how our essence is connected to our desires. And being able to ask yourself, what do I want? is a powerful place to start. Because I have to say, the question is more important than the answer. <laughs> Just ask yourself on a daily basis, what do I want? Get your brain back engaged with your spirit. So when Stephanie came to coaching, she was unable to come up with any desire. She didn't know the answer to that question and had resistance to believing it was worth contemplating. So in Stephanie's mind, giving was the only way to receive. This concept of putting on your own oxygen mask first and filling up your own cup so that it overflows were designed for these self-sacrificing twos. But when Stephanie could see that taking care of her kid's mother was actually the greatest gift that she could give her children she relaxed. She let go of the resistance and started reconnecting with her spirit that had been ignored. After three months together, she sent me a beautiful card because that's what twos do that read, thank you for giving me back my Stephaniness. My cup is full and I know how to keep it that way. Some twos are more focused on individual relationships others on helping groups, being in leadership positions, and a desire to stand above the crowd. So the ability to prioritize people and relationships serves career-minded twos very well. They can be very ambitious and successful. It's not that they just linger around the home. It's just that the motivation comes from wanting to feel loved and appreciated. So twos can show up in every profession. Here's Three questions to help you decide for whether you might be a type two. Number one, do you intuitively know what someone else needs, but have a hard time articulating your own needs even to yourself? Number two, if you're completely honest, do you believe that you can get almost anyone to like you if you really want to? Number three, do you feel really good when others respond to you in the way you most want? but particularly deflated when this does not occur. Hello to my twos. I have all of these clients just popping into my head. I love this type two so much. Okay, what trips twos up? What is the super mom kryptonite for twos? There are a few. Number one, giving to get. Many type twos do not realize that they're giving can sometimes be manipulative and it's not always coming from a generous open heart that this expectation that there'll be a return on their investment is a bit of a super kryptonite. So being aware of it, whether like, am I giving to get or am I giving uh, unconditionally is a good question for twos to ask themselves. Number two, assuming you know what's best, giving unsolicited advice and wanting to be the reason that others are happy. Okay. So because twos like want to be the center of the social world and they want to give so much, they kind of need other people to need them. And so sometimes they might (laughs) subconsciously want others to be unwell or to be unhappy so that they can offer their help. So they kind of might look for problems to be solved. Or other times they just kind of think they know what's best and they give lots of advice and because they want to be the reason that others are happy. All right, so that's number two. Number three is worrying and feeling bad for others and sort of obsessing about ways to help. That's sometimes hijack a type two's mind and keep them so busy on other people's problems that they can neglect themselves. Number four becoming overworked and overcommitted because they have difficulty saying no. Twos have a difficulty asking for help, but they get resentful when people don't offer help. So it can be hard to live with a two because the offers to help are never quite enough to fill up their cup and make them feel appreciated. And so very often they just stop giving or stop doing because it doesn't really give the two what they want anyways. And so then the twos are left feeling resentful that nobody's offering to help them. Number five, wanting, loves, gifts, affection, appreciation, but thinking I shouldn't have to ask you should just know. (laughs) They should do for me like I would do for them. They should intuit my needs. That is all coming from the Enneagram type two. Playing the martyr, like, I suffer for you and you aren't grateful. I will die on the sword before I will ask a babysitter to help out. Like this wanting it, but wanting everybody else to be like them. It's basically, they think that the, this type two is so loving and kind and generous, they kind of think that everybody else should be like they are. And they uh, don't like that they aren't. And maybe they just forget. They highly enjoy being a two. I have not met a two that doesn't think the twos are the best of the nine types. All right. Number six on the Supermom kryptonite. A disintegrated two can become demanding, manipulative, controlling, and overbearing, especially when they feel insecure in their relationships, when the emotional insecurity happens, when the relationship gets threatened, and they can become manipulative and controlling. Number seven is that disintegrated twos can be easy to offend and sensitive to criticism. And number eight is codependency that twos can have a lack of respect for boundaries. They may over-prioritize the needs of others, feel guilty when doing things for themselves, and struggle to prioritize themselves in relationships, which makes them a magnet for codependent relationships. Hannah was a loving, empathetic, and nurturing mother of three older kids. She loved mentoring them, helping them with their friendship struggles, and problem-solving personal challenges. They confided in her, and she relished this role in their lives. However, Hannah struggled to set boundaries with them. They took advantage of her kindness. These kids were demanding, rude, and disrespectful. She preferred the nurturing role she had when they were little and resisted stepping into an authoritative leader who sort of commanded their respect. Hannah was scared to be mean and punitive. She didn't want to be like her father that she grew up with. And so she went the opposite end of the spectrum as many people do. So it took some work, but she was able to find her own like calm leadership energy that felt self-respecting and powerful. Together, she and I helped establish some rules for the house, consequences, and helped her overcome her resistance She's sort of claiming authority in her home. So even though she missed being able to cuddle and sing to her cuties when they were little, she stepped into her new authoritative role because she knew it would be good for them. Remember, the motivation is always about giving to others. And so we could motivate her to step into her authority, not because it was good for her, but because it was good for her kiddos. What Enneagram type twos use life coaching for? To reconnect with their spirit and feel valued and worthy from the inside. To learn that self-care isn't selfish and that people appreciate it when they prioritize themselves. Number two, to learn to use their empathy and their intuition appropriately, release worry and set healthy boundaries. And number three, to maintain balance. You know, twos really struggle with feeling in balance. So to recognize the signs of being out of balance and then knowing and having the tools in your tool belt to to get back into equilibrium. So here's some small action steps twos can take to grow in a positive direction. Number one, I want you to find somebody. Think of somebody who has a mother who does not take good care of herself? Maybe that's your mom. maybe that's a family member or a friend, but think for a minute. Do you know anyone in your life who has a mother who maybe doesn't take good care of her emotional health, her mental health, her financial health? Maybe physically she's not taking care of herself. Can you notice what a burden that is on the child? This is a really important thing for the twos to recognize is that the best gift that they can give to their kids is a well-rested, happy, healthy, balanced mother. So think about what kind of a caregiver you would hire for your kids? Would you hire someone that says, I will put your children first every day, no matter what, I will work from dawn to dusk, making sure they accomplish all of their tasks, that they're never late, that they never miss an assignment, that they always eat th- their green vegetables, that they have every food group represented in every meal. I will never rest. I will never sit down. I will never take a day off. Like, Is that the nanny you're going to hire to watch your children? If not, <laughs> then let's start by recognizing today that self care is not selfish. Number two small action steps twos can take is to sign up for something I created called the Super Mom Challenge. There is no cost for this. This is a 14 day Super Mom Challenge. You can go to slash challenge to sign up. And it will deliver you an email into your inbox every day for 14 days. And it's to help moms who feel lost, who feel like they've lost themselves through parenting and they don't know how to reconnect with themselves. That is what I designed it for. The third small action step you can take is to download the app How We Feel and start paying attention to your emotions multiple times a day. Set a timer on your phone three times a day. The reason twos try to control and manipulate others is because they're trying to avoid a feeling. Learning how to identify your emotion and sit with it for 90 seconds and feel it in the body are going to help twos stay in their own business, stay connected with themselves, and have clean boundaries. So the challenge is at lifecoachingforparents.com challenge. The app is called How We Feel. It's not mine. I don't get any kickback or anything. It's just one that I really like because it defines emotions. A lot of times we don't know, like we can't come up with your know, emotional vocabulary is a little limited. And this helps you expand your vocabulary and uh, connect with yourself. By any chance, are you living with an Enneagram type two? Healthy integrated twos can be easy to live with, but they need others to encourage balance and self-care. Disintegrated twos can be controlling and manipulative under the guise of being helpful. So this toxic manipulation can be hard for outsiders to see, but it is important to address. So life coaching can be really helpful if you're living with a two or you think you might be a two. But I'm curious what twos show up like as a child or a teenager. I couldn't think of any that I saw growing up. I'm wondering, are these the ones that rescue injured animals? Are these the kids that are making homemade gifts for their teachers and bringing cards? Are these the kids that are feeling the emotions of all the other kids in school or in the world and getting sort of like raked over their coals by their own empathy? Like, if you know of an Enneagram 2, could you jump in the Bomb is Getting Tired Facebook group and let me know and or send me an email. If you are two, what were you like as a kid? Uh, if you're raising one, tell me how it shows up. I would love to know more. If you have any questions about the Enneagram type two, please email me, Tori at lifecoachingforparents.com. And I will thank you so much for listening and I will love you and leave you and wish you Pura Vida, the essence of life want a free life coaching session, go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question, and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.